Greetings and salutations, my fun fans. Welcome to Dread Talk. This is episode five in season one. This is going to be our very first guest here on Dread Talk and a little bit of a forewarning. This is going to be two veterans having a conversation. And if you know nothing about veterans, we tend to have very raunchy minds as well as foul language. So trigger warning, there are going to be some things within this episode that might have some offensive language, things along those lines. So if you're not really willing to hear that, feel free to skip this episode. If you really don't care and you want some humor and comedy from the perspective of two veterans, continue listening. Also, this being the first guest uh, here on, well, Dread Talk, um, just letting you know now, uh, worked out a couple kinks with this. The audio is a bit, well, it's, it's exactly as I feared. Um, note to self, next time guests come on, I will not be using my earbuds. It makes me sound very far away, so you are going to need to turn up your volume for this one. Fortunately, the guest is very loud, sounds normal with his voice. So there's that. That's a little bit of a plus, but when you're listening to my voice, it does sound like I'm on the opposite end of a room. And full disclaimer, as always, these episodes is all about our opinions. We're all about, you know, wanting you guys to do critical thinking for yourself. So if you hear anything in these episodes you want to look up on your own, by all means, I actually encourage you to do so. I want you to form your own opinions. And without further ado, thank you for listening. You can find our episodes anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And thank you so much to all of my listeners. You helped us to hit the top 20 in after shows on Apple Podcasts within our first 30 days of airing. So much appreciated to that. I really love it. And here we go. Let's kick it off to episode five with our very first ever guest here on Dread Talk. You're listening to Dread Talk. Fun episode of Dread Talk. This is episode five. We are bringing on our first podcast guest. Wow. Podcast guest. Take two. Um, so our first guest of ever on the Dread Talk is Mike, who is a trucker, as well as a new voice actor. He is also a former Marine, part of the Lance Corporal Underground. I'm sure there will be plenty of stuff we will talk about on that one. I already know it. <laughs> so go ahead. You get the mic and go ahead and do a quick intro on whatever you feel like talking about. Hello, I'm a jackass. I drive uh, an 80,000 pound vehicle all day, every day for way too long. Uh, <laughs> and I just turned in a first audition for a voice acting gig today. So nervous as shit about that. But. Uh, you know, here we are. I was hoping to be, you know, episode 69, but she said, no, I haven't done that many. <laughs> episode five. You know what? We'll put it as bonus content number 69. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Fun fact about me. My favorite sexual position is 68. Jesus Christ. Do I even want to know what that is? That's when she goes down on me and I tell her I owe her one. Oh, okay. There you go. In case <laughs> no one knew, I, I learned something new. Too. <laughs> that is definitely not going to be our topic of this podcast. <laughs> well, fuck. I tried. <laughs> Sorry, Alrighty. viewers at home. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh, so happy to have you on the show. I'm so glad you signed a release <laughs> form. <laughs> All right. Anything I'm, else you want to share? I'm currently playing with fire. I'm refilling a Zippo while having a lit cigarette in my mouth. Wow. Wow. Entertaining. I mean, this is probably a, a good thing that we're only a podcast via video because I, too, am outside in the snow away from my children smoking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I need to record a podcast episode. If my kids are not at school, that involves me being outside in the killer Montana snow. <laughs> oh, that sounds exciting. You know, it is funny, though. Um, We had like super negative weather for like a while and the other day yesterday uh, it was 45 degrees out and so like we're all outside in like t-shirts and shorts and flip-flops and there's still like two to three feet of snow out and I'm just laughing because I'm like man it's like winter time in Montana it's 40 degrees and we're like yeah whatever just a light jacket but then in the summer is, if it drops to 60 we're like oh my god where's my winter coat it's so fucking cold <laughs> yeah it's the it's the acclimation problem. That's really what it boils down yep. to. Yep. And, and you know, it's interesting because you know how in the Marines, whenever you get to like a new base, they'd always tell you, oh, it takes 30 days to acclimate. Yeah, bullshit with fucking humidity. I was in humidity for 10 fucking years and never got used to it. I mean, to be fair, I never transferred stations. I literally went from San Diego to Pendleton. That was it. Yeah, see, see, and Pendleton wasn't bad because it, it you didn't have the humidity. It was the dry heat, but Pendleton still got hot as fuck in the summer. I liked it. I I thought it was nice all year round. See, see, I could see that. I could see. I, I'm I'm originally from um, Idaho, so I'm used to like the dry heat and you know actually having seasons. And so when I went it's to not California, nice to talk about yourself like that. <laughs> Idaho, you the hoe, we all the hoe, okay? <laughs> A little inner inside joke with Idahoans, okay? <laughs> and yes, we are do love fucking potatoes. Like, are, are you related to my native tribe by chance? The Aslapaho tribes? Like. Wow. Wow. No. No, I am not, okay? I am related to a helicopter, okay? My tribe is the Apache, so I am a fucking uh, helicopter. I got you. <laughs> Dropping hot, sticky loads on people. I got you. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Nick, that just goes to the Um, I will make sure down. <laughs> oh my fucking god oh this is great this is so much better than talking to myself <laughs> you're the one that wanted me here just remember that i know hey i would rather have someone on the show either like not either but first and foremost someone that i've actually spoken with and have a little bit of a rapport with versus some random stranger that where we're both awkward like can i say that like <laughs> I would have said this anyways if this was the first time we were talking. It's fine. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And and I can get away with a lot more on like my podcast than I ever could on my TikTok channel. So it's just totally okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean TikTok. L listen, I got TikTok or I got TikTok. I got I got banned from being a guest on TikTok for like a week. Because I said that I, myself, 
and mechanically retarded. And it said, like, I got hit for hate speech. And it was like, you can't use certain terminology unless, like, you're referring to yourself or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was referring to myself, asshole. (laughs) Right? God, I remember, let's see, the first time I ever went live on TikTok was, like, fuck, like a long time ago. But I also got banned from lives. And the reason why is because they said nudity. And I was like, excuse the what out of me? Like, I just, what? No, it was because I had cleavage. You had your harlot shoulders showing, you know. I did. I did. Like, if you ever want to feel like you're, you know, back in, like, good God, the Victorian era or any, pick one. Pick one where women were highly oppressed with having, like, all these clothes on. Just go on a TikTok live. You'll feel it all over again. Yeah, it was it was those shoulders. I'm telling you, like that's what got you. You had your your shoulders showing. It had to have excited. been. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it totally makes fucking sense. I mean, fuck me, I'm an asshole. Next time in the summer, I'll just wear a fucking turtleneck. I wouldn't like, suggest yep. doing the fuck me thing on TikTok because you know no, that, fuck that, no. that's also new. To then me. I'll, you know what? No, 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 Mike, no, because <laughs> at least I would have a reason for being banned. <laughs> I've actually caught people doing that on TikTok lives. What, like saying shit to see if they get banned? No, no actually doing shit. Oh, intentionally? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, did they get banned? A couple of them did, but a couple of them didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, today's uh, live. We're gonna see how long it takes for me to uh, get banned. Two hours later. All right, nothing's fucking working. All right, I'm done. Banned. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you though like I I know that like our TikTok lives are based upon an algorithm of stuff we interact with but I swear to god half the lives have been coming across my feed I have not interacted with anything remotely close to that to have it show up in my presence on my FYP like it's like the weirdest things it doesn't show up on my FYP like at all. Like, mm. No one's live shows up on mine. I have to like go really? to the live button and then just scroll those. Oh, yeah. No, not me. Not me. It, it, it'll be on my FYP. It'll be like five or six videos down. It'll be some random stranger doing a weird ass live. And I'm just like, okay, all right, that's cool. And some of them I'll click into because I want to see if there's any hate comments going on because I want to call them out because I know there's got to be some. And then I'm actually pleasantly surprised there really aren't. So nice. they're like super duper supportive. And but some of these lives, I mean, some of them, it's like, man, I could see why some hate comments would come out. I'm not going to be the one to do it. I'm just going to scroll on because I need to be a good person today. You know, actually, uh, it'll block certain words like um, oh, I, I was call it like. I was talking to a buddy of mine and we were, we were just joking around and I was, I, I'd called somebody a, like, I was just generalizing idiots as a whole. I think it was saying like, like they were buffoon or like baboons or some shit. I don't remember. It was some, <laughs> something along those lines. Um, and it blocked the entire message because I said baboon. Oh my gosh. And so I had to like, 
work my way around the filter trying to figure out what I could and could not say. Gotcha. That's interesting. I wonder like wonder how that job is sitting there going, okay, we get to decide keywords today that might be considered offensive. Well, like monkey, that's offensive. Uh, so you mm-hmm. can't put that in there, even if you're talking about the actual fucking animal. Uh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. There's, so that's, there's that's, a lot. That's a no-no word. There's There's been a couple, like, um, uh, live shopping lives I've gone on on TikTok. And there's been, like, people that would comment, and their comments wouldn't even come through. And they And it's, like, genuinely curious, what did you say that would cause that? Because they'd have to put in it, like, in a question form in order for it to pop up for the host to see. And it'd be like, hey, uh, for some reason, my comments are being filtered. All I said was, hey, my order is number blah, blah, blah. I would like this product. And it was like nothing in there was even closely, remotely near anything offensive. And so it's like, how how do they figure, th- like, what keywords are they freaking using? Yeah, that's like, that's, it. it's super, super restrictive. It is. It is. It is kind of like terrifying, too, because, you know, if you have like a lot of of followers and there's that risk, you could lose your account. And it's just like, damn, like, I don't even want to go live. Yeah, I I go live occasionally, I suppose. Like, I don't really do it often just because it's not like I have anybody to talk to. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's like, all right, I'm going to go live today. Woo, me, myself and I. This is fun. I got nobody. See, you've got like what, a hundred thousand people or some something like that. Uh, excuse me, one hundred ninety-five thousand. Okay, Jeez. my bad. <laughs> I was like half off. My bad, bro. Any hoosies. Uh, I've got like a thousand people. So if you think you're having issues, imagine my. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, everybody's got fucking issues. And now that they're trying to, like, turn it into this, like, competition shit, like, go live with other people so they send you gifts and you get points. It's like, yeah, I'll pass. I'm good. I mean, you can make money. Bullshit. There was another app called Bego that used to do that shit. I've told you about them before because they were really big during the pandemic when it first hit off. And... That was the whole thing that Bigo was about was just going live and doing these PPs and you were going up against someone else and at a 15 minute timer and your goal was to get the most gifts that gave you the most points. But they also had like this really shitty pyramid scheme vibe to them because you got also awarded additional points, which are called beans in the app. And you had to earn a certain amount before you'd get a payout from them but you had to be signed up under an agency and so the agency would take a portion of all of your profit but in the end it was like you were putting all the money you earned right back into the app in order to maintain your levels and it was just this fucking nightmare like i'd be going live all the time and for like pretty much nothing i'd get like maybe 20 bucks you know a month but it, it had this promise you're going to make so much more and you just have to do better and grind harder. It, sound, it sounds like a fucking MLM. Like, come work for uh, Avon and sign up all these people and you're going to earn money. But joke's on you. You're not really. 
And it, like, that's what TikTok's turning into. Like the, all their lives and all their like, oh, promote your videos. And oh, you can uh, do all these cool things on the lives now. And oh, look at these gifts, these video gifts you can get that give you money, but we're going to take 50% of it. It's identical to how Beagle was. And it's like, I'm so fucking good. Like I'm good. Right. I didn't join TikTok to be part of a pyramid scheme. I joined TikTok because I like making videos and I like just, you know, having fun. I wanted to do like TikTok lives where I was like just driving along and, you know, was able to chat with people. However, my, uh, my safety person, like one of the people from my safety department is now on my TikTok. So I can't do that. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That's one thing that really irritates me. Like, obviously, safety aside, that is a big, big issue. (laughs) But the one thing I don't like is, like, the companies that want to be up all in your business on what you can and can't post on social media. And it's like, I'm not going to post about you, but you don't get to tell me I can't post about anything else. Like, that's not okay. Yeah, I don't, like... I don't even put my job on anything because I am a not uh-uh. PC person. Like I am very anti PC because fuck you. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't have my, my job associated with a fucking thing on my social media because I don't, I don't need somebody calling my company and be like, Oh, he said yeah. some racist stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, no, but you're an idiot. So it's fine. <laughs> I mean, why else do you think that mine is lady dreadnought? I'm not going to use my real fucking name. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, no, the last thing I need is for someone to be like, oh, my God, this person is making fun of the military, which means they make fun of everyone. And I should call their job and tell them, hey, watch out for Lady Dreadnought. She's going to make fun of your people. (laughs) It's like, no, no. (laughs) Listen, I know your real name. I'm about to I'm about to drop. No, no, don't you dare. Fuck. Wow. Could you? <laughs> How could you? Stay I know you're your friends, man. That's got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking could you? <laughs> How dare you? I mean, Stacy's mom is Jesse's girl, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure some of my new followers have no fucking idea what the hell we're talking about right now. It's fine, man. Google's free. Go look it up. Oh, God. Well, okay. Uh, Disclaimer to my son, who is probably going to hear this podcast episode. Um, Yes, I have a lot of young folks that follow me due to the, um, they're like my my son's friends. So Uh... they have found me and they follow me and there's lots of, apparently I'm a cougar. So that's nice. Um, I guess I'm a MILF too. I mean, whoop. So, <laughs> but yes, there are quite a lot of like teenagers that do follow me because they are friends of my kids. And then, um, so I do have to kind of be a little careful with some of the shit I say. Uh, are you trying to say that you're a nail because somebody wants to tap that? <laughs> no, I don't say that. Thank you. <laughs> But it's more along the lines of my kids. Like, I, I've, I've talked to them, you know, because when they were younger, it was easier. 
But now that they're teenagers, I'm like, are you guys okay with me like being on social media and doing what I do? Like, I don't want this to fall back on you guys. You get made fun of in school. And they're they're literally just like, well, fuck them. Like you do awesome shit. And every all of my friends think you're a freaking awesome mom and you're cool as hell. And if anyone has a problem with it, they can go fuck themselves. And I'm like, all right, carry on. <laughs> as you were. Right? So it's just so funny to me because it's like, so one of my kids is in videos with me he's the one that i like show like old school shit to like hey here's a gigapet here try out this just to see his reaction so this tamagotchi alive for the next month yeah and so and so actually i do have a video where i did that and it died like four days later because he lost it (laughs) (laughs) it was like underneath his bed and i was like well not getting you a pet anytime soon and that's literally why I gave it to him. I was like, if you can take care of this, then okay, I will consider getting you a pet. Well, clearly he doesn't have a pet. That is the worst way to test somebody's ability to take care of a pet. Uh, probably. Hindsight's twenty twenty. it probably is. But yeah, yeah. So he's he's the only one that's recognizable in videos. So his friends do see it because, you know, the videos him and I do blow up more on Instagram than they do on TikTok. Right. And so his friends will come across him. Yeah. So his friends will come across the video and they recognize him and they're like, holy fuck, you're on like, what? Is this you? No, that's my mom. Oh my God, that's your mom? You didn't tell me your mom is famous. <laughs> She's so hot. Well, your mom's so hot. hot. <laughs> your mom's so hot, bro. Your mom's so hot. Can your I come over dad. to your house? <laughs> You're not, gonna, you're not going to be calling me Jimmy anymore. You're going to be calling me stepdad. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Noah, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. Not really. You know how I am. It's not like I act any different in person. <laughs> I still have to go uh, well, meet you in person. That's true. There's a lot of people I need to meet in person, but yours would be a little bit easier because you're in a truck. So I'd imagine you would drive through Bozeman every now and again. Uh, so rarely, it's not even funny. Well, shit, never mind. I've got a couple fans out here. <laughs> like two that I know of. <laughs> We're not going to get to go do the, the, the cult trail, by the way. Uh, I talked to my old lady about it. And she's like, I'm not really comfortable with you walking down a trail in the middle of nowhere with the right? chick. And I'm like, that's fair. No, it's like, very it? fair, especially in cult town. Like, eh. <laughs> I was like, to be fair, though, it wasn't like anything romantic. It was literally we're going to be going through arm to the teeth like we're in like the middle of the Middle East and watching each <laughs> other six. So there is a slight yeah. difference. <laughs> There's a slight difference there. I don't know, man. I don't... Mm. Mm-mm, I don't even want to head out that direction anytime soon anyway. That whole area gives me the heebie-jeebies. I mean, no offense to to that city because, you know, the people I'm sure are delightful. But prior to them Full living offense. there, <laughs> prior to them living there, it was cult territory. And it was a massive cult because they still have all of their statues up and their bunkers in the grounds. And there's, you know... 
all of their info is available publicly on the shit they did. So it's not exactly a town I would want to live in, but more power to you if you do. I mean, bunkers are yeah. kind of hard to get rid of. They're in the ground. It's that's kind of true. To dig it up and they get a crane, and yeah, it's, it's but, a lot of work. But there's a lot of bunkers that haven't been accounted for. So fucking free armory. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll grab a metal yeah, I mean, detector. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. I'm sure they've got it on guard, man. This is like militia country. It's fine. We'll just go like uh what what is it? Shooter? Uh with uh uh oh god, what is this god's damn name? Uh, uh, you know who I'm talking about—the one that was about the yeah. brain sniper. Yeah, but I don't, was it Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna do it that level, nah, man. I'm I'm good. I'm staying in Bozeman. I mean, yeah, but we're gonna go like get the armories. So. Yeah, but then where are we gonna put everything that we find in the armories? I've got a seventy-foot trailer. Or no, 53-foot <laughs> trailer. Yeah, I don't think you're going to make it up into those hills, though. The no semis go up in those hills because it's off-road only. Oh. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I can borrow my neighbor's horse and, like, hook up, like, something to it and just kind of drag it back. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. I can go in the middle of the night and borrow it. You I'm know, sure you've got, practically I've got acquire it. Steel. Strategically transport equipment to an alternate location. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what steel uh, means. I don't see what the issue is here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> nah, God, I'm good. The... Ah, there's bears. There's bears, man. I don't want to go up with bears. As long as they're not grizzlies, <laughs> I'll wrestle it. They are grizzlies. Oh, I won't wrestle it. It's all you. Yeah, we had we had a guy uh um was out um looking for sheds last year and came across a grizzly and grizzly won. <laughs> so in no that shit. area. Yeah, in that area. So there they that's that's the one thing I'm not a fan of out here is it's like that that's a really bear. big predator. <laughs> They've got it all They've, they've got it all hooked up on crack and cocaine so that it stays around. That's, a, that's <laughs> the cult bear. <laughs> oh, yep. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's what it was. <laughs> Small totally it. Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> you got my Mountain Dew. You got my Mountain Dew. <laughs> The so dude just the, the, woke up from hibernation, wanted some Mountain Dew. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the the the, the I, I'm in a voice acting course, right? Okay. And the guy that's teaching it is from the Air Force. Oh. He was an officer, a captain in the Air Force. Gotcha. And he's sitting here. And he was like pulled, like he brought up, like he's like, you know, one of the things that that we we used in the air force was the the six or seven p's of preparedness i'm like listen we're marines we didn't have multiple p's for preparedness because we would have made up some bullshit okay so it was just 
go have enough bullets to kill every single person in the country. We're good. <laughs> oh, no, we still had the seven piece. We, we used it. Okay, let me be clear. We had them, not necessarily we followed them. We would usually use the seven P's when someone fucked up. Like, hey, man, uh, you know, piss poor planning, man. But it didn't mean we actually used it. <laughs> that makes more sense. That definitely but makes no, sense. we had it. That was like... That was like the number one thing that I would use as a sergeant whenever like one of my idiots would fuck up. Usually a lance corporal. Usually a lance corporal. Usually my lance criminals. They would fuck up. Yes. Yes. They would fuck up. And that would be my number one response. I'd be like, yo, man, seven Ps. And I'm like, oh, fuck off, man. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like that's, they did. I didn't say I followed it. I just used it as an example. Fair enough. I never heard so what seven else? Piece. Seven, like, you know what it means, or like, you, or no one has ever mentioned it to you when you were in. Uh, nobody ever mentioned it to me if I was in, like, when I was in. If they did, I just it went in one area. That makes sense. That's fair. That's a typical response from a lance corporal. <laughs> I was just a skater. I know. I was a skater. <laughs> Most boy. were. Said, See you later, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Most lance corporals were. Even when I was a lance corporal, I fucking was. Oh, it's yeah. like That's the only way to survive. Like, yeah, and then when you made it to corporal, you're like, oh well, fuck. Now I actually have to lead or some shit. <laughs> and let me tell you though, I was like, we are all, we should all be extremely happy. I never made it to corporal because that would have made Uh-oh. me an NCO, right? Uh-huh. I would have gotten my right, blood right. stripe. It would have been great. And on top of that. I'm an infantryman, so I would have gone to combat. Mm. We are the only branch still allowed to carry our swords into combat. Guess whose jackass would have been bringing a fucking sword? Oh, man. Um, so you want to hear a funny story that you just reminded me of? Oh, sure. <laughs> um, a lot of my videos on TikTok are loosely translated versions of the truth. <laughs> uh, one Fair of enough. them... Was the attack on the battalion, where yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, was based on true. That one was based on true events, and there was a, obviously a lot of things added in there for comedic relief. But the part about the Marines coming on horseback with a with a sword, that was mm-hmm. my true story. Where my dumbass was drunk as a freaking kite at two o'clock in the morning, Camp Pendleton. Yep, Camp Pendleton. And I thought it was a brilliant idea to go steal a horse, get my blues on, have a sword, and go to the gate and wave people through because that's how our ancestors did it. <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> let me tell you this much. I stole the horse from base stables. I oh. had no saddle. I was in my blues, but my sword was actually a stick. Oh. Yep. Yep, and when my first sergeant came to get me from the drunk tank, he didn't know whether to be mad or impressed. Oh, and since I, uh, yeah, yeah, so I didn't get NJP'd. I didn't even get a page 11. Instead, I was given the responsibility of leading the next safety course for the entire battalion. Oh, God, speaking of safety, those fucking <laughs> belts of invincibility. 
There is there a more is there a story time there or you're just announcing it? Just in general. Like they okay. I swear <laughs> they thought that those things were fucking like force fields of invulnerability. God. I, yeah. Yep. I fucking hated the safety briefs. I hated the ones of the battalion where we had to sit in the base theater. I hated the ones we had every fucking weekend, especially with like the last CEO I had in my um company. He was such a douche. He was a tool. No, I was talking about the glow belts, but you're talking about briefs now. Oh. And so Oh I was you were talking I, about the glow belts. Oh shit. I totally went off yeah. on that. I thought we were still talking about safety briefs. No, I was talking about glow you're belts. You're just talking but, about safety. <laughs> yeah, the, like the the glow belts in general, the sa- the, the, the the invincibility. Oh are, yeah, here, put uh, this on. You'll be fine. It'll protect you from cars. It'll protect you from bullets and God and death. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, there fine. was a brief that, that I was at that was fucking hysterical. So we had just gone on to leave, right? Like we were just released for leave and we were going to go out for the weekend. It was going to be great. And like we were out, we were only released for like 15 fucking minutes and had to get called back for another formation. And so oh, we're like, oh, God damn it. Why? <laughs> we come back out. First sergeant is standing up there in the front and <laughs> He pulls this fucking Marine out of the formation. He goes, hey, Marine, come here. Come here. Hey, you. Come here. So the dude comes up. He's like, uh, he's like, stands at parade rest. And he's like, turn around. And so he turns around. And on the front, it says, hey, call me. And it's got his cell phone number written on it. Uh, what? And Yeah, yeah. The Marine has a shirt that says, hey, call me. And it's got his cell phone number. Oh, Jesus. And Why? the first sergeant was like, the first sergeant was like, this is not a fucking thing. I want this to be burned right goddamn now. And if I find any of you fucking retards with this shit on ever again, we're going to have a really bad time. Was it written on like one of the green skivvy shirts? No, it was a white shirt. It was just a random ass shirt. Why did he have an issue with it? Were you guys in uniform? No, we were going out for the weekend. What the fuck? What's the issue? I don't know what he had. Fuck if I, I have no idea. I none. It's, a, it, so it's almost like they just look for reasons to be like on a power trip. Oh yeah, my sergeant major was the worst about that kind of shit. Yeah, is it? There's like a hand, like hand, small handful of sergeant majors I met that were actually like cool as shit. The majority were just not. A buddy of mine got to meet Sergeant Major Castle. Yeah? How'd that go? He was like, that dude's fucking cool as shit, but he is (laughs) scary. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. That he is. But he is cool as shit. He used to fuck with people. And you couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. And uh, a little spoiler, he wasn't. But everybody thought he was. (laughs) Yeah, oh, there's a good times. Good times. My sergeant major, though, the one that I was dealing with, that like we always talk shit about because like we pretend that they don't exist, even though we both know they do. Uh, mm-hmm. Like in one of his little lectures that he gave us, he was like, "The Marine Corps gave me a wife." All right, 
Uh, I met my wife in the Marine Corps uh, 25 years ago, and uh, she was she's she was uh, same rank as me, and so we uh, we decided to get married. And uh, yeah, so the Marine Corps gave me my wife. Uh, that's the only reason I have one. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because when I was married, the number one thing that I was always told was the Marines didn't issue you your spouse. But yet my spouse was a Marine. So I was like, yeah. well, technically they did. What? <laughs> that's yeah, fucking that was, ugh. That was what he was saying. Was, uh, that's what it was. Issued. Yeah. Issued his wife. Not Gabe. But you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Telling you, man. Marines were all fucking snapped in the brain. <laughs> yes. Fucking. We're convinced we're it takes... It it takes a certain type of people to willingly join the Marine Corps, knowing the hell you're going to go through the entire time you're in there, and the way, and then also be treated the way you are, and still go, "Yep, I'm going to reenlist." <laughs> so when I when I was like when I was in high school, I wanted to join the military. That was the thing I was going to do. Like my my dad was mm-hmm. in the military, my grandpa was in the military, my uncle, you know, so on. Same, so same. Uh, so I was like, I'm always, I joined the military. And then I was in like sixth grade when 9-11 happened. So I remember when that, like, I remember watching it on the little box TV in the corner of the classroom. Uh, gotcha. So like that even, that, that solidified it even more. And so when I was in high school, I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to, I want to do like something wild and crazy. Uh, and then, you know, I'm going to go to college and get my degree in computer programming. And I'm going to go be an officer in the Air Force. Right. Like that was what I wanted to do. Gotcha. So I'm sitting here like recruiters are coming to this school all the time. And uh, I was like, I'm definitely not doing the fucking army. Like, that's just not going to be a thing. And so like I was talking to everybody else and the Marine Corps was like the Marine recruiter was just like he fed me so much. Like, yes, <laughs> uh, that's what they do. <laughs> and so. I told him this plan that I had. He's like, well, I mean, you could join the Marine Corps, get some running and gunning in, you know, shoot shit, blow shit up, get it paid for it. And I was like, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> so very, I got signed up very for that. You. And, huh? Go ahead. Oh, so I got signed up. I did my ASVAB. I scored like an 83 on there. And, nice. Uh, like I did the That's ASVAB. That's too high for grunts. That's I know, too high right? for grunts, man. And I signed up as an 0311 with a score of 83. <laughs> Let you, that one sink you, in. You could have gone to so many better MOSs, man. No offense now. <laughs> All the offense to grunts. What am I fucking talking about? You could have gone to so many. Uh, oh, my goodness. That Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I sit here and, like, I've got this 83. My recruiter's like, you really don't have to be a grunt. I'm like, I'm going to be a grunt. He's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> and so, like, I'm sitting here hanging out one day, and my mom's like, hey, you got this mail, and there's this postcard. It's from the Air Force. It's really nice. Mm. It's like, like one of those fancy Air Force postcards. And then I flipped it over, and on the back was a handwritten letter from the lieutenant colonel of the local Air Force. Oh, fancy. And it was, and it was like, Hey, so the highest score you need to achieve to do any job in the airport, eight or some shit, and uh-huh. or seventy-five, 
And he's like, and you scored an 83 on your ASVAB. We would love to have you in the Air Force. I'm like, I bet <laughs> you would. would. <laughs> I was like, but I'm in the Marine Corps now. Goodbye. And I dropped it in the trash. I should have kept it. <laughs> you should have. That's so funny. It's like a similar story to mine. Like, same thing. Like, family was all military. My dad was a Marine. Everyone else was Navy. Um, and so I already knew I was joining the Marines in high school. And in high school was when September 11th had with, happened with me. So just a little hint of my age. So I was a sophomore when September 11th happened. And my junior year is when I signed up under the delayed entry program. And then I went ahead. Yep, I went to MEPS. I, uh, you know, did the oath. And I remember getting back to school and people were just looking at me side eyed and they're just like, you joined, you enlisted. Yeah. You know, we're at war. Right. And I was like, yeah, I fucking know we're at war. Like, <laughs> what's your point? It was like, but we're at war and you just decided to join. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but, I'm t- but I'm telling you, I already knew I was going to be a Marine, but that still did not stop my recruiter from also having all this like word vomit of glorious things going on. Like, obviously, I, there was limitations because I was a woman. So he couldn't be like, oh, you get to deploy and blow shit up. But he did still say you get to blow shit up. But his his way of, like, enticing me was, um, at the time, the GI Bill was what was big, not the post-9-11. And so there was this option where if you joined and you passed boot camp, they'd put an additional $50,000 into your GI Bill fund to go towards school. And so he was like, you know, I grew up on Top Gun and I said I wanted to be a jet pilot. And so he was like, why don't you go enlisted first? That way, when you become an officer, you'll actually be able to lead your Marines because you've been there. And I was like, that makes fucking sense. He's like, and by then you'll be able to um, get uh, there was like, I forgot what the program was, but you basically go into the reserve so you can go to school and then you come back in and then go through OCS. I forgot what that program was. Um, but it was all solely dependent upon if the Marines was going to be willing to accept, accept me getting LASIK to get corrective surgery on my eyes. Cause at the time it was like hit or miss if it was acceptable. Right. So I went in thinking that all this shit was going to happen. He told me that my MOS was going to be legal. And so I was going to be, you know, essentially, uh, one of the legal jarheads over at JAG. Um, and so that's what I thought. I thought going into boot camp, I'm going to get this cool scholarship. Once I pass, I'm going to, you know, go into MOS school and be legal. Yeah, no, that motherfucker lied to me because <laughs> he gave that scholarship to another girl who enlisted the same time I did. And so we both went to boot camp together and then that bitch dropped out. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you bribed me with this, gave it to her. She clearly didn't make it. So I don't get it. And then, oh, by the way, now you're admin. Oh, fucking great. I'm admin, what every fucking woman is. I get to work at a fucking, that, and not at S1, though. I had to work at the battalion, and this was at DPAC way before IPAC. So I'm working in this fucking building, working on, you know, SRB jackets for tanks and for the grunt battalions, having to go down there and be like, okay, motherfuckers, fill out your SGLI, you're about to deploy, make sure you fill it out so I can fucking read it and put it in the system. Thank you. <laughs> like, that was my crayons, job. <laughs> yep, that was my job. And then I was livid. So when it was time to re-enlist, I changed my MOS. I fucking dipped. And I was like, I'm out. 
And then jokes on me, my new MOS, they found out I used to be administration and was like, oh, my God, you're going to be the ops chief. Oh, my God, you're going to be our training chief. Oh, my God, we're going to send you the battalion to be the S1 chief. Oh, now we're going to put you as legal chief. It's like, bitches, I left that because I didn't want to do paperwork. I have carpal tunnel from all the fucking paperwork I had to do. <laughs> like jerks. And I still got to blow stuff up, though, so I guess he was a little bit honest. Fair enough. I almost set Pendleton only... on fire with a grenade. Wow. I was like a grenade waver because I couldn't throw during boot camp. It took me like five fucking times going through it before I could do it. You're not I, boot camp uh, combat training. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeeted mine almost. So that, that platform we had to hit was like 50, mm -hmm. 50 yards, right? Yeah. Uh, I yeeted my grenade like 48 yards. Jesus Christ, dude. You're throwing a grenade on a football. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't complain because I couldn't even throw the dummy round far enough. It would make it like three feet and they just laughed at me. Yeah, I, 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 found, I found where I had thrown mine and it was like literally like two feet away from the edge of that platform right next to a bush. Jesus. Louise. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Pendleton caught in fire, but <laughs> oh, grenade? You mean football? Catch! Yeah, yeah. Mm. I almost got blown up by your your MOS folks, the mortar guys. <laughs> Fucking no, dumbasses. <laughs> no, no, it was Marines all the way. It wasn't Army at all. I it was the fucking... Oh, you said Artie. I thought you said Army. My bad. Same thing. Not really. Yeah, so they, um, we were requalling our yearly qual on like the 240 golfs. And so we were out at the range and it's the same range that um, the mortarmen go through when they're training brand new in the Marines. And they their mortars were hitting like a thousand yards down from where our targets were. And we started seeing these impact getting closer and closer and closer. And I just stopped firing and I looked up at our freaking, um, what the fuck are they called? Whoever the guys are, like, they're not, they're not the, um, they're not the uh, rifle main coaches with the Australian hats you see on the range. These are like the guys. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they were infantry, but they were basically the range guy. And so I like looked up at him and I was just like, yo dude, like, are we good? And he was like, yeah, no, no, no. They're just practicing. We'll be fine. And I'm like, but one to two clicks wrong and that thing could impact us. Like they're training. I mean, what if they got the dial wrong or whatever the fuck they use? And this guy just like his face just like went white and he's like looking and watching and the mortars are impacting even more closer they're like at the 500 yard range at this point and he was like hold please and he books it to the humvee and he's on the radio and he was like what the fuck you guys are getting too close we got a freaking live range over here and you just hear the other guy go oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck and then all of us had to book it out of there and i'm like these motherfuckers almost killed us <laughs> Like, they just, I don't know. I don't know how to fire artillery but or mortars, but I do know that those things were got really fucking close. And so by the time we all got all the way the fuck back to the buses, it was hitting the 100-yard line. So, mm. <laughs> 
like friendly fire that day by our own people. Good news is you wouldn't have felt anything. You would have just been missed. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty fucking much. All right, well, we are at 52 minutes on this. Doing pretty well. Yeah. This, is, this is definitely a small talk episode. But I do want to test oh. out... Yeah, a small, a very small talk. I do want to test out the uh, Dread Talk small talk wheel while I got you on here. Okay. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna spin it once. The Dread Talk small talk wheel is literally a whole bunch. There's about there's 51 things in here on random topics, a combination of um, funny shit, weird shit, what the fuck is that shit, and we're gonna see what it lands on. Here we go. Is it anything like you kink shaming your equipment? No, no, none of that. Okay, here we go. One thing to tell the younger you. That's what we got. What's one, one thing, thing to you tell, tell the younger me? Yep. And we'll go, let's say, 10 years ago. Your younger self, 10 years ago, what's one thing you would tell yourself? Uh. Fuck, I don't know. Mm, Start voice acting. No, I couldn't have started voice acting sooner because I was broke as a whore. Uh, Mm. We got to think back. What the fuck were we doing 10 years ago? I was doing security. There we go. Okay. Fuck, I don't know. Like, I mean, had you said like Hmm. 12 years ago, I would have said don't stick your dick (laughs) in crazy. All right, yeah, that's 12 years ago. What would you tell your younger self, Mike? Don't stick your dick in crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're going we're gonna to end this podcast with one more <laughs> small combo <laughs> from the Dread Talk Small Talk Wheel. <laughs> Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> All right, this will be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to hear your answer to this. All right, Mike. If there was any reality show out there, which one would you want to be appearing on? Oh fuck! Out of like all of them? Anyone? Yep. Out of all the reality shows that we've ever produced, what is one you would really want to be on? Just to make people want to like tear their eyes out of their head, I would want to be on Naked and Afraid. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. God, oh God. All right. <laughs> Whew. Man, I wouldn't have gone with that route. <laughs> but I don't know you. But there you go. You know, that might have been a pretty good episode though, if you think about it. You got this this Lance Corporal from the Lance Corporal Underground, former Marine that's on Naked and Afraid with your personality. I think that would be a number one seller. And I'm a like, chunky monkey, so like that's gonna make people want to tear their <laughs> eyes out. It's great. <laughs> like their ratings would be through the roof. Yeah, there's a fat man jiggling through the desert. What the <laughs> hell? Yes. There you go. All right, so let's end this on a happy note um, about your voice acting. Um, so you did an audition today. And I, I'm, I'm assuming you don't want to say who it was for, um, but how do you think you did? Uh, I have no, I, 
I am my biggest critic, so I'm going to say of course. But uh, <laughs> I I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to get any better than what I put in. So I just I was like, I'm going to send it and I'm going to try to forget it. And then I spent the next like 45 minutes screaming, let it go, let it go from Frozen. Uh, <laughs> because I just needed to stop thinking about it. <laughs> yep, there you go. What What is your goal? Like, do you want to do voice acting for video games? You want to do it for like animes, cartoons, Audible? What are you thinking? Uh, yes, uh, I want to do all of the things you just said, actually. Uh, gotcha. Like... I listen to audiobooks all the time right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got something in the realm of like nine months worth of listening time of Audible. Um, Dang. I know I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I want to be able to do that, like, be able to, like, be the reason why somebody's able to stay awake while driving is because they were listening to me read them a book. Uh, I love that. I, wa- I want to be like, uh, I want, like, I do voice impersonations. Like I like to impersonate different characters from movies and cartoons and stuff. So like it would be super cool to end up running into somebody that's doing my voice from some cartoon. Right. That that's wicked. Yeah. So you've got a, a pretty wide vocal range. You you're not just stuck in one voice. You can do multiple. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, and then someday down the road you'll have some comedian on stage that's impersonating you. Right. Gotcha. Like, that would be super cool. That that would be that would be pretty sweet. That would be pretty cool. Well, we we're a big uh, Audible family over here too. Um, the husband here, he's right around the same as you. He's ab- at about ten months of uh, uh, listening time, so he listens to Audible constantly, um, like all day, every day. That's his go-to. He listens to him on road trips and everything. Um, and it's actually funny. Sorry, babe. I'm calling you out in this one. Uh, when I first met him, I couldn't fucking stand it. <laughs> because he would have to hear that when he fell asleep. And so I'm just like, God damn it. Like, I can't listen to... I had to have silence to fall asleep. And so it was like, I could not, could not do it. But now I'm used to sleep unless I hear his audible playing. So we'll probably at some point hear your voice and I'll be like sitting there on the couch and then he's going to play audible and I'm going to have like this look and be like, Holy fuck. That's Mike. <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, I'll introduce myself at the beginning of the book anyways. So you'll know it's me there. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, um, do you have like a business page or anything you want to tell people to go follow? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. Are you just going to use, your your name like what what okay let's let's do it this way uh, uh, the listeners now obviously I want people to support you because you're also a marine um, and you're stepping into this big huge realm of voice acting and we already know how cutthroat that can be it's very competitive so when you do end up creating yourself your own page and everything what do you think you'll call it so we can kind of give a shout out to that I don't know. I'm I'm torn between using like my old school alias that I've used since you know AOL because you know we're old, uh, mm, yeah. or or my actual name. But I I don't I don't know. Like I know like for the business part of it, you want to have like some kind of a social media presence. But I right. don't know if I want to associate my social media presence with my brand as a actor. 
because well, like, like hmm. my social media pages are filled with a lot of anti PC shit. Do, and as an do, actor, do that's a separate one. On. Yeah, do a separate one. Do do a separate Facebook page just for your voice acting, like a business page, essentially. I don't listen. I don't know how to do that. I'm not that okay. Into well, social media. Well, after after we get off of this podcast, I'll hook you up and help you out with that. The social media is my life. <laughs> so, what? So, listeners, just keep an eye on the description of this podcast. Once we, he has figured out what he's doing, um, I'll put the link down there so you guys can give him a follow and support him. But yeah, no, you want to you want to keep it separate. I mean, like my personal Facebook page and personal social media is nowhere near what I post as Lady Dreadnought. So it's keeping that separate. So there's there's a lot of actors who change their names for that reason, but then they also are in such huge limelight that you they don't really have a separation between celebrity and, and personal. They're kind of just there. Right. So you could have a pseudonym, you could um you could the sky's the limit, man. Like whatever you're gonna announce yourself as in the beginning of your audible is what what you'll be known as. That's fair. Yep, and if all else fails and you can't figure out shit, there's this cool thing called Google, and they have these really cool things on there that's called a random name generator, and they can ju- they just fill it in like, hey, what is your genre? What are you trying to do? What's do you want it to be funny, quirky, serious? And then you type it all in, and then it goes boom. Here's an idea. Here's a hundred names. <laughs> so i've done i've done that with a couple of my businesses i was like i don't know what to call this shit google i I think with voice acting you actually need to have your actual name just because you know that's that's kind of like your your voice is you yes so yes but it doesn't have to be your real name like my my books that I've written, I have a pen name that I use, and this is really shitty. I have found my books sell better when I have a man's sounding name versus my own name. And so what I'll do is I'll do my first two initials and then keep my last name because the first two initials, hey, it could it could very easily be a guy writing it. Who knows? You can do something like that. Do like initials, like your first two initials and your last name or your first name and then your last two initials. You can do something like that too. Yeah, I could do that. Or um, any name really. You could pick like, you know, keep your first name and you use like your mother's maiden name, you know? Who knows? There's all sorts of things you could do. Yeah, but either way, we're we're gonna, I'll help you out. I got you. Or what? What about the old lady? Is she is she good on social media? Uh, I mean, she's a good stalker on there, but outside of that, not really. <laughs> well, if she's a good stalker on there, that means she's like me, where we're practically FBI agents, so we can dig up information on people. So, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I would talk to her first. She might know it too. And then if you guys don't know, just you know, hit me up on Instagram. I'll help you out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is it. We're going to wrap up this episode. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for letting me use you as my uh, essentially test dummy on it. It was it was a blast. We didn't even have to use the wheel until the end just because I wanted to try it. So. Oh, you can use me anytime. <laughs> Lady Knots of Dread. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, this has been fun. I'm going to get off of here and I'll let you uh, go enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, I'll probably hit you up again and bring you on for another episode. We'll actually pick a topic this time. Um, okay. we'll, we'll have fun with it. We'll have fun with it. There's, you know, every month has something new and I definitely want to do one on, you know, mental health awareness when it comes to veterans, especially in regards to suicide prevention. Um, that oh, one's yeah. a, a really big one that hits home with me. So that's definitely something I want to bring other veterans on to discuss with that. So I'll have multiple guests for that one. So if you're interested, just, you know, let me know. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Definitely on Any board final, that huh? Definitely on board for that one. Perfect. Um, any final words you want to give to your uh, brand new fans? Uh, don't do anything I would do. Like what you did 12 years ago? Yes. Don't put your dick in stupid. Yeah, perfect. Or, perfect. or don't put <laughs> stupid dick in you, depending upon, you know, your preference. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We are going to be tuning out now. I'll see you in the next episode. Um I don't even know what the next episode is going to be right now because I just lost my whole train of thought. So I'll do it exit one later. <laughs>all right guys thank you so much for listening and tuning in to episode five here on dread talk next episode is going to be the deep dive that you've all been waiting for and i'm talking about the monkey feet scandal scam whatever i'm going to come up with a fun catchy title for it and the amazing part of this is that it has now gained the traction it has needed you may or may not know, but the news stations have started to also pick up this story. So this is a huge victory for all of the victims of the monkey feed scam. So until then, go ahead and watch those and catch up. See what you can figure out. And I promise you this next season coming up here on Dread Talk is going to be a doozy. It is going to be the longest series that I have ever done, TikTok included all about this deep dive into this insane scandal that has occurred through monkey feet. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys as always for being fantastic listeners and helping us to reach top 20 and after shows during our first 30 days, huge, amazing achievements. And now it's also a little bit of a side note. I guess we could call it behind the scenes. Um, if you actually Google dread talk right now, I find it this really funny so apparently, according to the internet, I've already had guests on this show. Um, one of them being the Beach Boys, according to Wikipedia. And I just want to know, where was I for this? Because I am super bummed right now that apparently I had the Beach Boys on this podcast and I wasn't here to hold that interview. So thanks for that, internet. You made me feel great in knowing that I actually was not the actual host of my channel with these guests that didn't exist, but apparently did. Whatever. That's kind of funny. That's funny to me. It just goes to show you how not as accurate the internet is as people hope, which is, again, why I'm all about promoting critical thinking, because you always need more than one source. So if you use just this one source, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, Dread Talk is like the coolest podcast ever. Look at all these cool guests she's had. Yeah, no, no. You heard my guest, the first guest only right here in this episode. So just keep that in mind. I will see you guys in the next episode.